25 years and my life is still Trying to get up that great big hill of hope For a destination I realized quickly when I knew I should That the world was made up of this brotherhood of man For whatever that means Into a crisis
And then Prothol is getting really worried and he gathers all the company about and he says, have a care, take no risk without my order. My heart tells me there is peril in here. <laughs> Duh. Okay, anyway, um, the book goes on to describe the lay of the land and how there's rocks and they're even kneeling on this ledge at one point. And then there's the sheer stone wall and dude, there's even a chasm. Ooh, I like chasms. Yeah. And there's this huge boulder sitting like a door ajar before the entrance to an immense chamber. Covenant found himself looking into a high, flat-floored cavern. The chasm of the river swung around behind the boulder and cut at right angles to its previous direction, straight through the center of the vault, and then disappeared into the far wall. And then Mormon whispered, only two. And then Prothal said, by the seven, I must remember, why are there not cave whites? Why does Jewel waste her miles on such duty? And then Covenant wasn't even listening to him because for some reason his ring was all like glowing and itchy. And I guess it was really distracting. So anyway, Korok and Terrell are getting in position, getting ready to totally kill those Irviles. And Prothal gripped himself and said heavily to Korok, make the attempt, we can only fail. And without a word, Korok nodded up at Terrell and together two bowstrings thrummed flatly the next instant, the Urbas were gone. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And everybody was really, really happy about this. But then Prothal hissed, do not lower your guard. The danger is not past. I feel it. And Covenant stood where he was, staring into the rock light, clenching his fist. Something that he did not understand was happening. Erlord, Prothal asked softly, what do you see? power said thomas covenant and he was really irritated with the interruption and his voice scrapped roughly in his throat drool's got enough power to make you look silly and then profile frowned at the ring and and he said well this is not right and then once again they were off toward the entrance of the catacombs <laughs> Wow. Yeah, really. Hey, Julie, the most confusing part of that is at the bottom of page 415 when Prothal says, make the attempt. We can only fail. Like, what's up with that? Why is he being such a pessimist? I don't know, like, Prothal's such a killjoy because I think that's his attempt at a motivational speech, but if the only option is failure, that's a really sucky motivational speech. Yeah. And plus also, you know, I mean, like, when they killed those Irviles, everybody's like, woohoo, we killed them. And then Prothal's all like, hey, don't rejoice. Nobody rejoice. Yeah, he, like, even hissed at them and stuff. Yeah, what's up with that? Did he, like, actually, like, <sighs> yeah, I think so. God, what a freak. Totally. <clears throat> and then he's all like, um, Thomas Covenant, what do you see? Uh -huh. And then Thomas Covenant's, well, you're going to look silly. And then he's just, like, shut up and. Yeah, that's wrong. That's and wrong. And it's all blah. frowny pants and. He's so walks negative. Off. He's so negative. Yeah. Hmm. You know, Hedley, now might be a good time to watch the action sequence. Oh, that's a great idea! Oh, yeah. Let's watch.
Warren Bridge lies ahead. Cork watches. There are sentries. Shit! 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 Fool! Fuck! Why is it only raining on me and Protho and Peter? I, I don't know. How many? Two. Shit! Sh shit! Shit! By the seven! Irviles! But why not cave whites? What's the difference? Well, you know... I, I don't know. God! Fuck this... Ugh. Fucking ring itches so bad! Cheap white gold? This isn't cheap gold! This is fucking... Ah, sterling silver! I should've known it wasn't white gold! Covenant, be still. That's the magic power of white gold in this land. But it's turning my finger green! Be still! Okay, everybody. I have something to say. Just be very, very, very careful. Fool! Sweet! They totally killed the Irviles! Who are they again? Terrell and Cork. God damn it! Ah, oh, fuck! My ring! It's, ah, it's killing me! What is it? What do you see? It's Drool! He's got enough power to kick all of our asses! Well, duh! Shit! 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 I miss Foam Faller. Hey, Julie, when are we gonna have another female expert? I mean, it's been like a really long time since we've had a hot chicken bed with us. I know, but heavily tonight, you're in for a surprise because tonight's expert is Diana Mars. Let's everybody welcome Diana! Oh, Again, on the Fantasy Bedtime Hour. Mm -hmm. There's been a bit of a paucity of the ladies, but, you know, we're out there. Yeah. So, Diana, can you tell me, how many times have you read Lord Felsbane? Hmm. I don't know. I have no idea, actually. Like, I, I started reading it. More than once? Or? Oh, yes. I started reading it in um, eighth grade, I think. And you just finished now? <laughs> <laughs> I, start, I, I, I read it first in eighth grade. That's oh, what I meant to say. Because I was like, wow, that's like longer than us. Maybe I we know. Be well, you about you should book. really be talking. <laughs> you guys are taking a long time, too. Wow. Yeah, no, but I've probably so, read it once a year since then. Is yeah, it hot in here? Yes, yeah, wouldn't you be more comfortable like, to say any raw authority, you know, as an expert? Well, most of our female experts, I mean, it lends them authority to appear on our show in, in a bra. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, well. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Check it out. Oh my god! Wow! Oh my god, how did you get the right one? I, I got the left one! This is that so fast. cool! You're so, did you make that then? Yes. Well, I, you know, fixed it up. Well, does that mean you're an artist? Yes, I'm an artist. 
Wow, you know, we've had like all sorts of like scientists and mathematicians and stuff on the program, but I don't know if we ever had artists on the program. I'm a scientist too. Really? No way! <laughs> She's a Renaissance woman! That's so hot! <laughs> okay, so. So there's cave whites guarding the entrance to the cave. Mm hmm. Uh, so then, are Irviles like fancier than cave whites? <laughs> because. I guess Profile kept going off on like, you know, why cave whites? Why cave whites? And so, yeah, are Irviles like fancier? Well, the Irviles have more power than cave whites. And uh, there's an, if, if the one is going... You mean like political power or like physical power? Probably both. Let, let's assume earth power. Um, but uh, if they have more power, why... Uh, Okay, let's see. If they have more power, doesn't that mean something that they're guarding it and not the other guys that aren't guarding it? Is it a trap? Is it a trap? Well, it's certainly it's a is, set of it. That's the only entrance it's to the unusual, cave. and therefore it might be indicative of something else going on. A trap. I bet it's a trap. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. So if there are cave whites guarding the entrance, and cave whites are not as powerful as Irviles, then maybe the cave whites, maybe those cave whites are like the expendable crew members from Star Trek. They're just going to put these little cave whites out there because if someone's going to get killed, they're the first ones to get killed. And yeah, but Heather, why, why would they put the weaker things guarding the only entrance into the Because they're not the only thing guarding the entrance. Yeah, I bet there's stronger guys in the entrance, so they just shove those cave whites out there to get killed first to buy the stronger guys more you're time for like a secret attack. You're, That's a you're really assuming good idea. that the That's only clever. thing guarding. The entrance is going to be a creature, a person, a guy. Yeah, what else? Could, like an alarm system or like a... Lasers? Yeah. <laughs> lasers. Wait a minute then. Mm -hmm. is, is Drool like the king then? Well... Of Mount Thendar? <laughs> no, I, I believe he's the head of the cave whites. Well, then how come he's controlling Irviles too? Wait a minute, you're getting me confused. I've read this book many times. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So Drool is a... Cave white, true or false? Yes. True. Drool Rockworm is a cave, cave white. white. That's right. And they're not completely stupid. He did figure out how to get Covenant here to begin with, using the Staff of Law. Oh, that's pretty oh. smart, I guess. Mm -hmm. The Staff of Law, which is a great wielder of power, of the Earth power. Okay. Alright. Alright. But why would Drool want to get Thomas Covenant here if Thomas Covenant's main purpose is to steal the Staff of Law from him? The white gold. What about the white gold? He wants it. Yes, that is the all. That is the, the most amount of earth power incarnate you're going to get in oh, an object. Oh, dude, he totally channels the power. He's going to be way disappointed because Heatherly and I have a theory that that uh -huh. white gold ring is actually chief silver because it keeps on like hurting his finger. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I was that? it keeps on like his finger keeps on pulsing. That's yeah, right. And I was pulsing wondering, is glowing that, red. I know. It just sounds like kind of cheap metal. I don't think it's white gold because white gold wouldn't like cause that gnarliness on your finger. Yeah, no, yeah. it's like copper that, that, that you know, get the copper oxide, that green stuff on there. Yeah, and I was wondering if that's how Thomas that's saying? Covenant lost his other fingers. Like, was he wearing that janky ring on his other fingers and then it just got all funky and then his fingers fell off? Does yeah, he, like, it could be. I heard of a guy once that uh, got his finger ripped off because he went and whapped a sign and the finger tore it <gasps> off. But no, that's not how he lost his fingers. Okay. He didn't know he had leprosy and he didn't, he didn't notice that his fingers were numb and... Uh, they became injured and gangrenous, and uh, he had to get them cut off. But if his fingers don't have any feeling, then how come it hurts him so much when that cheap white gold ring keeps on throbbing on his finger? 
I think earth power can uh, kind of skip over the nerve endings and hurt you in a more fundamental level. Well, what happens if Jewel gets this white gold ring then? Then what happens? Is he the most powerful creature in the land? One would assume that he would have a lot, a lot of power, uh, much more power than he would be able to handle. What kind of power? Like magic power? Yes, uh, the earth power. Is he, it the kind he, of power like Darth Vader did when he's just like, shut up, Admiral, whatever, and then he kisses his back and closed? Is it that kind of power? Is it like the Force? I think power? it's, yes, I think you could equate it with the Force, yeah. yeah. Have you noticed that It sounds more powerful than the Force, though. Yeah. Really? Have yeah, you, the Force sounds like a more subtle thing. The, I'm sorry. The Darth Vader's thing when he was like doing that, have you guys noticed that's, that's a lot like, I'm crushing our head, I'm crushing our head, <laughs> but that it's like real for him. Like yes. he really was crushing their head. <laughs> so I was wondering, is Thomas Covenant's ring, is the ring evil? Yeah, is the ring evil? I wouldn't say so, no. No. The ring is an object. It, 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 it can uh, you know, channel the earth power or somehow make oh. it available for a user to use and somehow in these, in these pages. Like it, conducts, the like it conducts magic because it's metal and metal conducts like energy and stuff? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it must be that sea of electron orbital situation in metals, don't you know? Oh, never mind. What's an example, like on our land, that would be like earth power in that land? Like, what is earth power? I don't know if there is an example in, in this mortal coil of, of earth power, but um, it's kind of amazing that you throw your compost out and, and it rots and becomes yummy soil and then you can grow plants in it. Hmm. That's sort of earth power. I guess, oh, but maybe that doesn't that, make me all powerful though, that that happens, right? Is the ability to freeze water like an earthly power? <laughs> yeah, the earth will do that, won't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, it's I don't something. understand how that makes an individual powerful, though. You mean just magic. Like Hocus Pocus. Like somebody's got more like hocus magic. Pocus. Hocus Pocus power. Magical, but not magic like Hocus Pocus. Well, Is like, there any other kind of magic? Because I thought the only kind of magic was like, like Harry Potter or Gandalf kind of magic. <laughs> Harry Potter, Gandalf magic. But those, those are separate sorts of magic from each other. So this is a third sort of magic. It's the earth power magic. You know, this earth power magic kind of sucks because I haven't seen it do anything really except for like make Wait, some fire. No, 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 the stone lions. That's earth magic, right? That rules. Yeah, that was that awesome. awesome. But you know what though, Heather Lee? That could have totally been like, you know, just this weird historical event that you can neither what about, or disprove. What about you know? Alanfa? Because oh. it, was like a, it was like a story. It was like a mythical kind of story. We don't know that it happened. What about the berries, the Alanfa berries? Oh, well, that's, that's powerful. Yeah, but it's like shrooms here. I mean, like, does that, I mean, like, so that they happen to have some sort of chemical property that heals. Mm -hmm. That's not, you know, that's You're not, not impressed by the earth power. Well, what is it? So it's the, maybe the stone lions, which may mm -hmm. or may not have happened. Fire once was created. Uh -huh. and the fairies. <laughs> what about when Trell heal, healed the, the pot that Lena broke? There you go. That's Remember? a stupid fucking stone. power. Like, it mends a pot. Stupid yeah, well. power? How are you going to, like, defeat me with pot mending? I mean... Well, what about all the lightning that was flying during the battle from the Lord's staff? I don't think hmm? Trell is concerned with beating you. I think that Trell is part of a peaceful people. So you think Trell dollars... might not actually have any physical power, but the Urvals and Cave Whites are awed by the fact that he can maybe mend a pot or... or... I don't think Drool is going to bother with mending pots. 
Diana, I have a question. Mm -hmm. On page 416, they're referring to Thomas Covenant's ring, and it says, um, his ring burned blood red, throbbed to the pulse of the rock light. Mm -hmm. that, what, what is rock light? Yeah, like, I, is rock light, I mean, it throbbed to the pulse, is that kind of like a beat, and is rock light like a form of music in the land? Kind of like, <laughs> kind of like smooth jazz here? Smooth. <laughs> no, I think that they're actually referring to light as uh, light, being emanated in the caves from somewhere, not very specific. He doesn't always give specifics about So things. it's not like light rock? No, it's not like light rock. It's like the Actual rock light. is glowing. And so it has a pulse. Maybe. So is it kind of like a strobe light in the cave? Yeah, perhaps a sort of a cavey strobe, but I don't think it's strobing. Um, on page 416, um, when his finger's throbbing, and uh, Prothal mm -hmm. says, uh, "What's what's all, what do you see?" And he says, "Power. Drool's got enough power to make you look silly, Prothal." Mm-hmm. Um, that's not a lot of power, really, because it's probably pretty easy to make Prothal look silly, don't you think? <laughs> no, <laughs> Prothal is is a regal character. He is. Yes. Now I know that you you folks don't <laughs> seem to be making your mouth that is way. Is regal mean different? Something different in the land? Does it mean incompetent in the land? <laughs> does it actually take to make Prothal look silly? Is that like uh, the same power in a 9-volt battery? Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think that Beardair has enough power to make Prothal look silly. He oh, did in the last episode. Totally, he schooled and Prothal Beardair in the last episode. And Beardair is a total dotard, so you got to figure it's not very much power. Yeah, so maybe like a double-A battery. Yeah. Instead of a 9-volt. So it's not the power to actually make Prothal look just silly in front of his friends. It's actually the power to make him look silly because he'll be dead. Yeah. Okay, so for my next question, I would like to read to you a passage on page 415. Alright. Okay, so I guess there's this really big boulder that's sitting there like a door before the entrance, mm -hmm. and then there's a chasm and, of the river, and it swings around behind the boulder and cut at right angles to its previous direction straight through the center of the vault, then disappeared into the far wall so that the roadway went no farther along the river's course, but there was no other openings to the outer half of the cavern. Okay, so my question is, what? <laughs> like, what the hell does that look like? Yeah, um, like what? What's going on? Like, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't even know where to start. Uh, well, the, it's blocked, right? The roadway is blocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's a river and something about a right angle. You know, Hadley, maybe this would be the a river good idea. takes the right angle. I believe, oh, doesn't it? Okay. Kind of twists and turns. It does some things. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe this would be a good um, idea for chart writing. Oh, yeah. Okay, we can draw what we think the entrance to the cave looks like. Well, what, we can draw what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's so it's official. Tonight's chart writing topic is What did the entrance of White Warren look like?
confused as to what you read at all, mm -hmm. but I know that the river kind of went forward and then back on itself and then it kind of defied gravity a little bit. <laughs> and then it came through here and just basically led up to the cave white entrance. Uh -huh. But as you can see, I mean, I have Pac Bell over here, and there's Kevin's watch over <laughs> oh, there. <laughs> and what they don't know is that the secret is why um, this is being guarded by cave whites is that they have ADT. Oh. So this is like Torak and Curl or like whatever. And um, then I have, uh, yeah, then I have Varanair with his little puny staff. <laughs> and then I got Thomas Covenant. And here's the river doing all these weird, funky right angles and, you know, nice, my duck and the nice fish and stuff. Fish. And then. But then it disappears, it disappears into the wall, and then there's this big boulder blocking the entrance, and then these are my two cave whites. The right cave whites are kind of cute, actually. I know. It's I know. they had to shoot them down like that. Those, oh, well, I didn't really do a chart. I actually just did a drawing. So here's, oh, okay. here's my drawing. Ooh, so wow. you can see that wow. there's... She uses depth represent, Representation. Yes, as the river is larger in the foreground and gets smaller the further away. Uh -huh. And the path too, like then and here's the the, the quest is uh, walking down the path. Like, oh, taking a little right angle. That's Berenier, right? Yeah, the, his little puny staff. Yes, and it has this the staff light wow. is coming up off the top. Right on. And there was there's a there's covenant with this ring, but it kind of got lost in the shuffle. Who's this over guy there. with the cape? Mm, oh, that's probably Prothol. He's got another staff over there, too. Nice. He's okay, where's the boulder? I don't see the boulder. Well, it's it's this. It's, it's quite large. Oh, okay. It's a path sort of, you know. Wow. Wow. God, that was so artistic. Yeah, that was, I think, the most artistic episode Ooh. of Fantasy that time I went. No. Yeah. Hadley, what was your favorite part of pages 413 through 462? Well, my favorite part is when they finally got to the cave entrance. I mean, finally. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Hey, Julie, what was yours? I think my favorite part was when Diana took off her shirt and she had her name on <laughs> her boobs. Oh, that, that was, was rad. Really awesome. <laughs> Diana, what was your favorite part of pages 413 through 416? Uh, well, I think that perhaps the ring, Covenant's ring throbbing. Ooh, the yeah. red ring throbbing, reminding him, constant a constant reminder that cool. he can't get away from it. Yeah. Oh, I wanna I wanna change mine to the throbbing ring too. <laughs> you can't change your answer. You already said your answer. Well, I can change it. Hey, well, thank you for watching this episode of the Fantasy Bedtime Hour. And if you and your friends have read Lord Falls Bane like Diana, mm -hmm. then you can be an expert on the Fantasy Bedtime Hour. Just email us at fantasybedtimehour at hotmail.com. Yeah, or check out our website at www.fantasybedtimehour.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for watching. Bye! Bye! I know.